The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, May 31st edition. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. It was an interesting Tuesday where a lot of games did not quite go as they would appear on paper, but, <laughs> excuse me, interesting nonetheless. Robbie Ray was filthy. Toronto went off and a few other things went well, but all in all, not the best of days, but not the worst. We move on to Wednesday, the last day in May, hump day. You have four game early, nine game late. There's two games not even on the slate today, which is a massive bummer. Oakland, Cleveland, no Manaya, no Clevenger for you. And Cubs, Padres, no Arietta, no Perdomo. For some reason, DraftKings can't figure out that schedule. I don't know how you can't do it, but they can't. So those two games aren't on the schedule. Let's take a quick look at your weather. As I woke up in California to some rain, surprisingly. Won't be much, but surprising. Uh, Arizona at Pittsburgh, very, very slight chances of rain. Wind blowing out to left field at 14 miles an hour or more. Cincinnati, Toronto, slight chances of rain. If they do open the roof for some reason, it's very, very humid. And the wind is blowing out hard to right. But with that potential rain, they probably won't. Houston at Minnesota, wind blowing out hard to right. That's a sneaky game to pay attention to with a wind like that, folks. Pay attention to that because we have some pitchers we can target in that one. As we go on to your evening action... Uh, Brewers, Mets, slight chances of rain, but the rain gets worse as the night goes on. Wind blowing out the left in that one. Pretty decent clip. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. Pretty easy day. Normal wind blowing out the center. Nationals, Giants, if you watched the game last night, I keep telling people. They, I see it on Twitter. They ask Kevin Roth all the time. Oh, what's the wind like in San Francisco? Blowing out the center. Yeah, they crushed the ball last night a few times. The ball still didn't leave the park. It's just the way it is. Let's look at your totals. Uh, Arizona at Pittsburgh is a 9. Reds, Blue Jays, 10. Astros, Twins, 9.5. Phillies, Marlins, 8.5. We go to the night slate. Yankees, Orioles, 9. Brewers, Mets, 7.5. Rays, Rangers, 9.5. Red Sox, White Sox, 9.5. Tigers, Royals, 9. Then we go Dodgers, Cardinals is 8. Braves, Angels is 8. Rockies, Mariners, 8. As they move to Seattle, leaving Colorado in that one. The Nationals at the Giants at seven and a half. So, a lot of offense on the early slates, a little bit, but more pitching based on the totals 
out the gate. Let's get started on your four game early slate. Not much to talk about here. You got Dan Straley at nine thousand dollars. I would re- I would probably never use Dan Straley at nine thousand dollars, but uh, the upside's there. He's a high K guy at over twenty one percent. The uh, Phillies are striking almost twenty two percent of the time now. Team Woba of three ten. They have a team total of four hundred seven. Uh, lefties are hitting two seventy nine. Righties three twenty. A lot of lefties in that lineup. You got Herrera, Blanco, Galvis. Um, Hernandez, Saunders, heavy lefty lineup, big K upside for Straley. We also know Straley can get crushed, but the Phillies team is slumping mightily. And on a four-game slate, it's not the worst play you can make. Uh, like I said, I would, would probably never pay 9K for Dan Straley. But on a four-game slate, nice K upside against a severely struggling offense. He's given up three earned runs or less in four straight starts. Um, about 16 or more DraftKings points in those four straight starts on a four-game slate, you're going to take that. You're going to take that and run with it. So uh, Dan Straley at 9K is definitely an option. We move on to the same. Uh, we go to Zach Godley from Arizona versus Pittsburgh. Godley has been outstanding. Uh, the one game I really recommended him for his K upside, he, did, he disappointed against San Diego, but then he bounced back against Milwaukee with 6Ks. Six or more Ks in three of the four starts, and in those three or four starts where he had six or more Ks, we're talking 22 or more DraftKings points. Double-digit DraftKings points in four of five starts this season. Been very, very good. Lots and lots and lots of soft contact with Woodley. Going up against a Pittsburgh team that's pretty darn dreadful, if you think about it. Striking out about 18% of the time. Average Woba of 304 um, if you look on the slate, they're going to have do, 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 do. they have a pretty high team total of four five seven, which is a bit surprising. But I think that's because of that total in the game. Lefty's hitting three forty four, righty's three sixteen. They have a average to below average ISO of one thirty five versus right handed pitchers. The lefties you worry about are Polanco, Fraser, Jaso. Well, Fraser's yes to worry about. Polanco's day to day, he's he left with an injury again, and uh, Jaso's Jaso. So outside of that, then you got McCutcheon, Osuna, stuff like that. Not saying he can't get blown up, but uh, on a four-game slate, he's a really solid play. He's my anchor on the day. After him, you have Aaron Nola at $8,000. Since he's come back from injury, he's looked really, really good. I know he gave up five runs against Cincinnati, but his stuff was still popping. Had five strikeouts, 10 ground balls to seven fly balls. Before that, great against Pittsburgh. Um, So his last two starts off the DL, not bad at all. Cincinnati, just they crushed the ball. We take that for granted. Going against Miami, hit the ball really hard last night. The Philly bullpen got used a ton as Velasquez left early with an injury. So you got to keep that in mind. Noel's going to have to eat up some innings if he can. Striking out over 24% of the batters he faces. Miami striking out over 20% of the time. Average Woba versus righties. Um, and an average ISO. Lefties hitting 312, righties 304 off Nola. Um, the K upside is on Straley's side in this matchup, but I think the overall better pitcher is Nola. Pick your poison type thing. Um, the better lineups probably Miami. So Straley is probably the better play in this game. I just like Nola a lot better as an overall pitcher, and um, I'll have a little uh, godly Nola, godly Straley combos. And if you want one more pitcher, he's an ultimate punt, and I'm telling you, tread tread lightly. But there's upside. David Paulino making the spot start for the Astros. He got called up out of the pen. Now he's making the spot start for Musgrove. Um, he was, he's been very shaky in the minors the last two years. He was injured for part of the start of this season, but he's one of their top prospects. Big, big boy, 6'7". Um, he throws pretty hard, good K rate. 
in his minor league career. Um, but he has given up some loud contact at times, especially in a small uh, sample with the Astros last year out of the bullpen. So tread lightly with Paulino, but uh, 4K, the upside's there. Like I recommended Pill yesterday. He was phenomenal. He got over 12 points. He was in line for a win until, you know, Azrubal Cabrera can't catch a routine fly ball. Nothing you can do about that. But um, I'm not saying Paulino's going to do that, but on a four-game slate, it's not the worst thing you can do. I would definitely make a Minnesota stack elsewhere if you want to. But I think it's an interesting play, to say the least. But my main guy is you got Straley, Godley, Nola. That's who I'm building around on this early slate. Let's look at the bats real quick. Uh, McCann, 3700 bucks against Santiago. Evan Gaddis versus a lefty at 36 is a phenomenal play. Russell Martin likely getting the day off after back-to-back games. Uh, day game after a night game. But he's double, he's homered in back-to-back games. He's 36 versus Adelman. Toronto Cincinnati, I told you that total is huge in that one. It is at um, 10. And everyone's going to be on Toronto, rightfully so. They've been beasting it the last couple days. I love Cincinnati in that game, so don't sleep on Cincinnati. Uh, Chris Herman for Arizona, catcher out for eligible. He caught last night. If he gets back-to-back catching days, Cool's pitching for Pittsburgh. Lefties crush Cool, 3600 bucks. Real Muto, 3600 versus Nola. Nola hits righties well. Cervelli, 35 versus Godley. Uh, Castro's 31 versus Paulino. That's a good lower price catcher there. He uh, had the day off yesterday, I believe, or is it the day before? Can't remember. That was the day before. Never mind. But should catch today. 3100 bucks. Um, Andrew Knapp. I keep. Men- I always mention him. If he's facing, if he's in the lineup versus righty catching for Philadelphia, he's 3100 bucks. There's upside to be had with that one. Um, where was I looking at? Tucker Barnhart. That's the one. For Cincinnati, if Tucker Barnhart gets the start, given Mezzarocco the day off, he's left-handed bat um, facing Bolzinger. Bolzinger seems to be getting it done with smoke and mirrors this year. He's $2,500. Uh, definitely a nice little value play at catcher on the day slate because if you're not using Paulino, you're paying for two pitchers over 8 k You're going to need a little relief somewhere else to get you some bigger bats elsewhere. So Barnhart's a nice punt play to get a piece of that Cincinnati action. First base, you got Paul Goldschmidt at $5,700 versus Cool. Cool's actually really good versus righties. Like I mentioned yesterday, Arizona in that ballpark, it's sketchy. They disappointed last night as expected. Like, they scored three runs, but it was nothing really fantasy-wise. Um, I'm, I'll never say don't use Goldschmidt and company, but I'm not huge on them again. Justin Smoke, $4,700, definitely in play versus Adelman. Really good play. You got Kendris Morales, 45 He went yard again yesterday. It's like I always say, they're both phenomenal spots. I'll go Morales because he's 200 cheaper. Both have great upside in this game. Phenomenal upside. At the same time, I love Joey Votto at 4500 bucks. Like I said, Toronto's going to get the heavy stack. Reds will be overlooked. Reds were like below 5% last night. Now, that was on a full slate, so today they'll be higher just by four-game availability. That's obvious. But they will be overlooked compared to Toronto, compared to likely Minnesota. So keep an eye on that. Uh, we got Justin Bohr, 4,300 versus Aaron Nola. When I mentioned Aaron Nola earlier, it was, uh, yeah, lefties 312, righties 304. So not a ton of contact variance either way. Yuli um, Gurriel, 3,400 versus Hector Santiago. Santiago, the lefty throwing for Minnesota. Through, he's, uh, where's he at? 
Minnesota. Minnesota. No, I'm looking at Houston. Houston's team total is 481. Lefty's hitting 393 off Santiago. Righty's 312. Uh is always a sneaky play against left-handed pitching. You got Josh Bell at 3,400. That's another lefty I totally zoned out on. Slumping a bit, but he's always got a power potential versus Godley at 3,400. Um, and that'll do it at your first base position. Let's head over to second base where we have uh, Jose Altuve versus a lefty at 5,500. is phenomenal. Brian Dozier, 5K, laid a complete egg. The whole Twins did against Mike Fires. Unbelievable egg. It's one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Uh, but Dozier, 5K versus Plano's back in play. Adam Frazier, uh, 4,500, second base outfield eligible versus Godley's definitely in play if you're not using Godley. Uh, D. Gordon, 44. Devin Travis, 4,100, is playing really good ball against Adelman. Cesar Hernandez, 3,800 versus Straley's a good cheaper second baseman down the list versus Straley. Um, he got pulled early last night, though. I think it was just a gameplay type thing. I don't think there's anything hurt with Hernandez, so keep an eye on that. Going over to third base, Jake Lamb, 5,100 versus Cool is a great play today. Uh, I hate him in that ballpark like I do with Goldschmidt. Lefties are crushing Cool. Um, he's not a bad play at all. Miguel Sano, 4,800 bucks. Got late scratch with an illness last night, so make sure he's in the lineup. Josh Donaldson is on fire since his return. I've used him every day this week. It's been amazing. Uh, he went yard again last night, like fifth deck in Toronto. Check out Around Bases Pod handle on Twitter. There's a video of it. Unbelievable moonshot. 4800 bucks today. Marwin Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible. He's a switch hitter. He gets lefties well. He's 4200 bucks. Do not sleep on Marwin. Um, Alex Bregman is swinging pretty good of late. He's kind of streaking right now. Uh, he's always under-owned if you're trying to make a Houston stack, but be a little different. Bregman's 4100 bucks. He's homered in back-to-back games here in Minnesota. So uh, keep Bregman in mind. He might be really starting to find that swing. A. Eugenio Suarez. I absolutely love this guy. Talked about him on a podcast last night. He's 3800 bucks versus Bolzinger. Always overlooked as well. When you go down the list, you could have a chance at maybe some Daniel Descalso. We're talking this is... Deep GPP stuff now. Third base outfield eligible. is a left-handed bat versus cool. So you can use him at third base or outfield for only 2900 bucks for a little salary relief. Again, a lefty versus cool. You know, not a ton of power upside. Uh, always, I always like playing him more as a punt in Arizona than on the road, but trying to save some money. He's not the worst punt you can come up with in a lineup. Going to shortstop, Carlos Correa, $5,400. Chris Owings, 46 I love Correa, by the way, at 5400 versus Santiago. Uh, Houston's, you know, outside of Toronto, everyone's going to flock to Toronto. And then I think next up will be Houston. Those are both great stacks today. But I don't mind Cincinnati at all. And I don't mind Minnesota. My offense is going to come from those two games. And my pitching will come from the other two. It might be chalky. It should be the common theme if anybody's really, you know, thinking about it. But, uh, like, if you want to be really, really off the wall and praying for the ultimate what happens, you know, you play some Marlins or Phillies, which I don't blame you either. But Correa 5,400. Cozart, 42. Double dong yesterday. The guy has just been on fire. Great play again versus Bolzinger. Too low, 41. Swinging a decent bat. You got Jorge Polanco of Minnesota. I keep mentioning him. Left-handed stick, 3500 bucks. Uh, you can go Ryan Goings at 29. Another guy I keep mentioning to you, JT Riddle. For shortstop for Miami, he's 2800 bucks. Got another five points last night. He's got five, five, 27, five. That's his last four games. I know it's not lighting the world on fire. It's only five points. But he's been like $2,500. bucks. i will take the five points. I'll move on. It's not a zero. 
Um, so he's a decent punt play at 2,800 bucks. Got Freddie Galvis at 26, slumping big time, but not a bad punt play. Heading to the outfield, Adam Duvall, 5,300, phenomenal play today. Jose Bautista, 5,200, another phenomenal play. George Springer, 4,900, great play. Billy Hamilton, 4,900, really, really good play. He'll be overlooked in that Toronto-Cincinnati game because he doesn't have the big power like everybody else in that game. But he gets on, he can steal a ton of bases. He's stolen over 20 of his bases versus right-handed pitching. So Billy Hamilton's a really good play today to get on base, steal bases, and score on others' home runs. Stanton, 4,800 bucks, raking in the two-hole. Um, hit a homer again last night. He's a really solid play versus Nola. Mentioned Adam Fraser already. Go down to uh, Carlos Beltran, swing a decent stick at 42. Got Marlo and Gonzalez. Robbie Gross comes up to 4,100. Really good play today. Marcelo Zuna went yard again yesterday. Hits right-handed and left-handers. Really good this year. 41. So, like, when it comes to Miami, a Stanton, Ozuna, 1-2. Don't mind that at all. Love Scott Shebler at the $4,000 price. All those guys ahead of him are expensive. Everyone's going to, you know, put their, their eyes right on him, them. Shebler at 4K is great. Big home run upside versus Bolzinger today. Love Shebler at 4K. You got David Peralta, 4,000 versus Cool. Nice left-handed bat versus Cool. Don't mind that at all. Kepler, 38. Pilar, 38. Both in play. Aaron Althair for Philadelphia. Definitely in play at 3,800 bucks. That Phillies team is slumping mightily. Althair is about one of the only consistent things they have going right now. Uh, Michael Saunders, 3,300. Home run upside versus the righty Straley as a lower-priced option. Jake Marisnik. Swinging a pretty good stick. Switch hitter, 3200 bucks for Santiago. Usually bats at the bottom of the lineup. So he makes for an interesting stack. I've mentioned it before. If you want to be a little different, say Mariznik's batting 8th or ninth, You put him there. And then you go Altuve, Springer, Correa. So it's like the bottom. The swings over to the top. So it's a little different twist to a stack in that action. He's only $3,200. Um, Ezekiel Carrera, 3K as a potential Lower priced option. I mentioned Jose Ozuna at 3K for Pittsburgh. Descalso 2,900 is in play as a punt play. Odebol Herrera is only 2,500 bucks. I know he's slumping, but if you're looking for a massive punt, that's one where you just cross your fingers. Hope he finally finds that swing. He's done, you know what he can do. He just hasn't been doing it at all. He's been dreadful, but he's 2,500 bucks. That's a lot of upside there for Herrera. But a lot of zeros lately, too. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, there you got it. Four game slate. Godly, uh, Straley, Godly, Nola. Maybe, maybe punt with Paulina. That's your four pitchers. You're stacking Toronto. You're stacking Astros. Those will be your fa- everyone's favorites. Do not sleep on Cincinnati. Love the Cincinnati stack. And then Minnesota. Sprinkle some Minnesota love in. Paulino's a really good young prospect. But he's not as polished as like your Barrioses or your Lamets I've been talking to you about. He's really good. He's going to throw some gems in there, but he's going to throw a lot more duds in there too. Gives up a lot of hard contact. But there is K upside. That's why I like him at 4K. But that hard contact also gives a nice look stack. And I told you that wind's blowing out nicely in Minnesota today. Let's get to your nine-game main slate and we'll kick it off with your pitching and we have four pitchers over 10k and they are all very very much in play and we kick it off with mad max max scherzer is thirteen thousand three hundred dollars mad max is as filthy as they come uh, we saw chris sale get beat up last night but you were kind of warned on that one kind of i told you don't be surprised like tread lightly on that one Scherzer striking out over 33% of the batters he faces right now, getting barreled up 3.75% of the time. 
the thing I preface every time I talk about Mad Max. He's always got the, the chance to get a home run or two. Well, he's facing the Giants, who have a 282 Woba, strike out almost 20% of the time, have the second lowest run total on the slate at 340, and an ISO of 136 versus righties. Lefty's hitting 323, righties 205 versus the Giants. Um, and he's in that ballpark. Mad Max is one of the better plays you'll see in a long time. He's great tonight. Um, you pay for that salary. I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. You pay for it. Uh, automatic cash game play. Jacob DeGrom, $12,000 at home against Milwaukee. Another really, really intriguing play. DeGrom has been great. Seven or more Ks in four straight starts. Uh, 25 or more points in three of those four starts. Three in runs or less in three of those four starts. He's been really, really, really good. Looking like a phenomenal ace pitcher on the season. Third lowest barrel FIP. Uh, he's been getting barrel 3% of the time, striking out over 32% of the batters he's faced on the season. Um, in his last 30 days, he's getting barreled up 2.88% of the time. He's been outstanding. One of the better pitchers in all of baseball. Going up against Milwaukee, as we know, has a ton of upside. ton of upside. But they got shut down by Pill last night. Even the one run he gave up was on the weakest little bloopers. I was watching that. It was embarrassing. Um, they strike out 24% of the timers righties. Their Woba is 329, which has actually dropped a little bit of late. They have the lowest team total on the board at 329, but they do crush. Don't get me wrong. ISO of 192, but lefties hitting 272, righties 321 off to Grom. They do have a good handful of lefties in that lineup, so keep that in mind. I love the Grom. People are going to flock to Scherzer. The Grom is very much in play tonight as well. I like all these high-priced arms. I usually don't. One thing I'll preface, early in the year I've been saying don't pay for pitching. I still agree with not paying for pitching if you can. I, I'm all about never paying if you can. But when the options are good, especially last week, it worked out well for me. I'd double up on some big arms, maybe not both over 10K. But big arms, and I take like your more 3,500 to 4K bats. And I was doing very, very well. So Because if you can lock down 25-plus guaranteed points from your pitchers, Goes a long ways. Like Robbie Ray last night got you over forty freaking points. You like it was driver's seat. My second pitcher laid a dud and I still cashed. So there is a good I if the guy goes off, but if he lays a dud, your team's basically ruined. So that's the it's the risk reward. But those two guys, great options tonight. Gets a little dice here with the next one. Chris Archer, eleven three at Texas. We talked about Archer's reverse home road splits. Well, his last road start was in Minnesota, seven and two thirds, five hits, two or eleven Ks, eleven Ks or more in three of his last four starts. In those three starts, twenty-seven and a half or more DraftKings points. The one dud in those four starts was at Cleveland. You know, at five innings, give up six earned, six Ks, six walks. The walks always an issue. When he's walking guys, it's dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. He's going into Texas where that ball has been flying. Both games, both teams are just launching the ball. Like a Texas stack will be low owned and intriguing. I like Archer as a GPP play. I like him in a small dose. You know, he's striking out um, 28% of the batters he's facing. You got Texas striking out 22.4% of the time, but they're like, like the Brewers, Texas hits the baseball and hits it well. They have a where'd it go? team total of 457 off of Chris Archer. That's impressive. Lefty's hitting 311, righties 288 off Archer, um, 182 ice overs, righties. Rangers are hitting the ball and hitting it really, really well right now. Not just the last couple days, the last couple weeks, but 
just the last couple of days, we've seen how the ball's flying out of Texas. Archer could walk in there and shut him down. He's got that capability. 11-3, GPP only, slight sprinkle only. This, this, this has the feelings of like a Chris Sale where he has all the ability in the world to light them on fire, but you could see the blow-up coming a mile away. So be very careful. Like I'd rather pay up for DeGrom or Scherzer or I pay down for this next guy. At 10900 bucks. you got Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez, since getting rid of the Silver Dreads, has been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, we got four, five, six straight starts of three earned runs or less. He's got basically 19 or more DraftKings points in those starts. He's got 21 or more DraftKings points in five straight starts. He has been outstanding. Seven or more strikeouts in three of his last four. He's limiting the walks more than normal, getting more ground balls to fly balls, pitching very, very well. Now he's going up against the Dodgers, who hit right-handed pitching very, very well. So take that with a grain of salt. But he's striking out almost 23% of the guys he faces. Dodgers 22.5% strikeout rate versus righties. We have a Dodgers team with a team total of 382. Lefties hitting 319. Righties only 246. So interesting to look at there. If if Seamart is on his game, he's going to shut these guys down and shut them down nicely. I like Seamart as a nice GPP play. Um, I go Scherzer, Degrom, Seamart, then Archer in your top four. All very very good plays. All tremendous upside. But there is a little gamble in Archer, or a ton of gamble in Archer. A little gamble in Seamart just because what the Dodgers can do versus right-handed pitching. Um, and then Scherzer's one of the better plays I've ever seen uh, against the Giants. If the Giants rock Scherzer, it'll be amazing. And it, it happens. Baseball does the craziest things. Like I tweeted out about Saturday. You know, you had Anderson almost throwing a no-hitter. You had Buck Farmer with 11 strikeouts. Brian Anderson, a, a three-hit shutout out of the minors. Anything can happen. It's just the Giants are so bad right now. It's just, it's ugly. Ugly. But uh, keep that in mind. As you go down the list now, the price tags after the 10-9 drop all the way down to the 8,000s. We're going to look at James Paxton making his return from the DL, which is a little scary at times. We looked pretty decent in his rehab starts. He's $8,200 at home against the Colorado Rockies. Paxton was on fire before he got hurt. We're going to cross our fingers and hope he's back. He's got a strikeout rate of over 24%. Rocky striking out over 24% versus lefties. They do have a 339 Woba versus lefties, which is outstanding. They have a team total of 359, which is fourth lowest on the board, third lowest on your night slate. Two Lefties hitting 280, righties 288 off Paxton. Um, I did say that 339 Woba and a 197 ISO for the Rockies versus lefties, both outstanding numbers, really good numbers. Probably slightly inflated, folks, because of Coors. Keep that in mind. But um, Paxton is amazing when he's on. It's a little sketchy because he's coming off the DL. Guys off the DL, I I usually try to avoid. Paxton is so good in that ballpark versus the Rockies. I will give it a roll of the dice in 8200 bucks. Another guy we've been rolling with his last two starts, and he has not disappointed us with 20-point-plus production in both starts. Uh, we got on the train at the right time, and we're going to try it again tonight just based on options, basically, and matchup. And we're talking Jaime Garcia against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the troutless Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Sure, Pujols hit number 599 last night. You know, Maven is out with an injury. He might play tonight. He's a question mark. I love Anderson Simmons. I've been playing him a lot. Played him last night. He got you double-digit points again. You got Yael Escobar. 
Um, but as a whole, we know that lineup is not good. If it goes off, you tip your cap. But Jaime Garcia has been pitching really well. He'll give up a run or two, three maybe, but he's got decent K rate and he limits damage. And he's 7600 bucks. You can match him up with a high-priced arm. You can match him up with a lower price and load up on bats. Striking out almost 20% of the batters he faces. Angel striking out about 19% of the time versus lefties. An average 307 Woba. You got a uh, team total of 415. Lefties hitting 286 off Garcia. Righties 335. I mentioned that 307 Woba. They only have a 122 ISO, which is below average versus lefties. So to score, they're likely not going to take you deep. They're going to have to just dink and dunk you to death. And Jaime usually does a good job avoiding that. You know, an 8% walk rate. That's not ideal, but keep that down. Good upside with Jaime Garcia at 76. Another guy I like a ton today. The price tag's down. Um, he's really struggled as a starter this year. They moved him to the DL, into the bullpen. Now he's back in the rotation as they do their carousel of starters on the DL in LA. Hongjin Ryu's back on the mound. And this is an intriguing matchup because I really, really liked what I saw recently. On the 18th, five and a thirds, two earned against Miami with three Ks. The Ks haven't really been there a ton this year. That part sucks, no doubt about it. But then out of the bullpen against St. Louis last week, got a four-inning save. Four innings, two hits, no earn, one walk, two Ks, nine ground balls to zero fly balls. That's really good. He only threw 51 pitches in four innings. I like that a lot, too. I know likelihood of that happening again isn't good, but like that's on pace for eight innings pitched. Maybe he gives us at least six, seven innings. That means we're getting hopefully 15-plus points with Hung Jin unless something goes crazy and he starts walking the world again. But he's only 6700 bucks. He's going up against the um, the Cardinals who strike out 22.4% of the time versus lefties with a 296 Woba against lefties. Below average Woba and a bad, bad 120 ISO versus lefties. Uh, Ryu has had trouble this year. There's no hiding that. Lefties 429, righties 363. Small sample though because he was injured to start the year. Little Got blown up started, starting early back to the DL. Then he's been okay since. So take those numbers, small sample size. But the Cardinals do struggle against lefties a bunch. Ryu looked really good his last time out and pretty decent the time before that. I'm going to roll the dice on him in GPPs at 6700 bucks. It might come back and bite me in the ass, but I will roll my dice with that. And the other dice roll I'm going with is Junior Guerra of the Milwaukee Brewers at 5900 bucks at the Mets. Another good GPP play. He's made two starts this year, only three innings, two earned in his first start. Then he went to the DL. His first start back from the DL, he looked great at home against Arizona, five and two-thirds, three hits, one earned, which was a solo homer, three walks, five Ks, 17.2 DraftKings points. That was in a hitter's ballpark against a very good hitting ball club. Now he's going up against the Mets in City Field. He's always had a pretty good, decent strikeout arm, 21% rate. Mets strike out about 19% of the time. Average Woba, or a Pretty good Woba of 322. Um, on the slate, they have a team total of 421. Lefties have been hitting 264. Righties 284 versus Guerra. Consider the sample size there. Um, so the Mets, they do have upside. Lefties, tons of lefties in that lineup, so keep that in mind. But um, I like him as a punt play of 5900 bucks. You know, there's always blow up facing the Mets, but that's tremendous upside for that price tag at 5900 bucks. And out of, you know, most nights, if you're going to have to use a punt to pair up with a high-priced pitcher like we have on the, the four guys on tonight's slate, Garrett is one of the better options you've seen in a while at 5900 bucks. So keep him in mind. 
I did not mention Tanaka. You can sprinkle him if you'd like. He's just been giving up so many home runs. I'm talking like around four per nine. He's facing the Orioles. He crushed right-handed pitching. But Tanaka pitched phenomenal his last time out. He's 8100 bucks. Very cheap price tag. Um, if you look deep into his numbers, his string, swinging strike rate is amazing. Um, there's a lot to like about Tanaka. He just hasn't put it together enough for me to trust him, especially against a team like Baltimore. But go for it if you wish. But my arms I'm targeting, Scherzer, Captain Obvious, top play of the day, 13-3. DeGrom, 12,000 versus Milwaukee. Archer, 11-3 at Texas. Seamark, 10-9 versus the Dodgers. Paxton, 82 versus Colorado. Jaime Garcia, 76 versus L.A. Hungjin Ryu, 67 at St. Louis. And Junior Garrett, 59 at the Mets. Let's check out your bats for the night game slate. We'll kick it off at your catcher's position. You got Gary Sanchez, 4,500 versus Kevin Gossman. Mention it all the time. Righties just destroy Kevin Gossman. The Yankees went off on Tuesday night. Gardner double-donged. Holiday double-donged. Another huge day for Judge. Everybody was hitting the baseball. Uh, Gary Sanchez, 4,500. Definitely in play. Yankees stack. Definitely in play. Uh, Wellington Castillo, 3,500 versus Tanaka. Sneaky play there. Grandal, 35 versus Seamart. Uh, Alex Avila, 3,200 versus Kennedy. Kennedy, big strikeout arm, big, big, hard fly ball contact guy. First base catcher eligible, Avila at 32. Yeah, Christian Vasquez for Boston, 3,200 versus Pelfrey is an interesting play there. Tyler Flowers, 3,200 versus Chavez. Flowers went deep last night. Uh, really sneaky, under the radar, never talked about catcher. Having a pretty good season when he gets his chance in the lineup. Um... Matt Weeders, 3K versus Matt Kane is way too cheap for Matt Weeders. That is crazy. And another stupid cheap. This should be like, we got Sandy Leone at 2,900 versus Pelfrey, which is silly cheap. Yet Yadier Molina, 2,900 versus Ryu. If you're not using Ryu, that's silly cheap. But if you really want to talk silly cheap, Salvi Perez versus the lefty Matt Boyd at 2,900 bucks. If that's not the chalkiest catcher you've ever seen, that's crazy. 2,900 bucks for him versus, versus Boyd. That's a great play. Phenomenal play. Hard not to play. Um, yeah, you just go there and you, you turn to the next set. That's outstanding. If you want to go elsewhere, I still don't blame you. Um, one that pissed me off when I was looking at these last night, my guy I've been playing at 2100 bucks, Martin Maldonado. He's been raking and DraftKings finally noticed it. They moved him up to $2,800. I still like him against Jaime Garcia. If you're not pitching Jaime Maldonado at 28, still a great play, but that really, really pissed me off. I loved having that punt at 2100 bucks. But he's up to 2,800 now. Still in play, but up to 28. See if any of the, if Darnold's not starting, if you can get Rene Rivera for the Mets at 2,400 versus Guerra. If you're not pitching Guerra, that's a decent punt play as well. See what lineups come out because there's a couple interesting punts at the bottom, but I don't want you to lock them in because highly unlikely they don't play. First base, you got Jose Abreu, 47 versus Drew Palm. Palm coming off a great start for Boston. Uh, we know he's got that potential, but he's shown so many days where he walks the world and gives up bombs. So pick your poison with him. White Sox hit lefties very well, a.k.a. they hit Price okay, and they just crushed Chris Sale. So Jose Abreu, 4,700. Lomo, 4,700 versus the spot starter for Texas. Coming out of their bullpen, Mr. Uh, a... Let me get his first name. Austin Bibbins Dirks. It's been pretty decent out of their bullpen. Nothing crazy, but he's been decent. The Rays are all priced up today. That's part of the high total on the game as well. Lomo at 47, definitely in play. 
Mark Reynolds versus the lefty Paxson at 45 is a decent look. Zimmerman, 45 versus Kane's phenomenal. Miggy Cabrera versus Kennedy at 44 is really good. Um, you got Hanram at 43. Jay Bruce, first base outfield eligible at 43 is, the 43 is solid. Matt Holiday off the double dong. He's 42 versus Gossman. Definitely in play. Definitely in play. Lucas Duda went yard last night. He's 42 in play. Desmond versus the lefty. First base outfield eligible 4K in play. Really good options here. You got Cody Bellinger, first base outfield eligible. We mentioned lefties hit Martinez a little little decent. He's 3900 bucks. Mitchie Twobags went deep last night. He's 3800 versus Pelfrey. Very much in play. I like me some Albert Pujols going for number 600. He hit 599 last night. If you're not using Jaime, Pujols is $3,800 in play. Uh, Matt Davidson, first base, third base, eligible for the White Sox, $3,700 versus Pomeranz. Don't sleep on that one. Crush Davis, we mentioned how much Tanaka's given up bombs. Uh, the swinging strike rate's still very high, so Davis is probably good for two strikeouts at least, but definitely a home run potential with uh, with Chris Davis. He's $3,500. So yeah, Crush Davis could be in for a nice one tonight if, if, uh, if the bad Tanaka shows up again. That's why the Orioles could be a nice stack because Tanaka, he could look great. He might be finding it again. Or another blow-up is in the makings. They destroyed him earlier this year. Um, as you go down the list, you got Matt Adams, first base outfield eligible, 3,300 versus uh, Jesse Chavez. Interesting play there. Uh, Louis Valbuena, first base, third base. He's 3K versus Jaime Garcia. Not the most ideal play, but it's interesting. If Adam Lynn's in the lineup, he's 3K versus Kane. You shouldn't need to punt too much at this lower position, but it's there if you need it. Um, some nice, really, really nice options up top. Really, really nice options. Second base, Cano, 4,800 versus Sensatella at home. He's on fire right now, folks. Robbie Cano is swinging a hot, hot stick. Daniel Murphy's been swinging one all year. He's 43. You got Neil Walker, 42, swinging it good. Castro, 39 versus Gosman. Scope, 39 versus Tanaka. I like both of them. Uh, LeMahieu, 39 versus Paxton. Whit Merrifield swinging a pretty decent stick of late. He's thirty six hundred bucks. He uh, ten points last night, thirty three the night before, eight the night before, nine before that. So Whit Merrifield's taking advantage of his playing time, swinging it well. He's thirty six hundred versus Boyd. So um, take a look at him if you want to get really off the wall GPP wise. VR thirty six hundred versus Degrom has to stay away. VR is better as a lefty than a righty, but just watch out. Rugio Odor, if you are fading Archer, Rugi's thirty six. The home run upside is there. Um, Chris Taylor thirty three versus Seymour. I'd stay away from there if you could. A guy I'd mention uh, if you are using some Dodgers versus Martinez, or if you just want a couple one offs. I used him as a one off last night. Yes, I used Chase Utley a few places last night. He's first base, second base eligible. He's thirty four hundred tonight, but he's he's hitting really well. He had 24 points last night for me. He had a double and a triple. He had 17 points the night before, four the night before that, but then 12 the night before that, 21 the night before that, and 14 the night before that. Since his return, he's swinging a pretty darn good stick right now. Um, I've been riding the hot streak. Utley, 3400 bucks for Seamart. I'm not saying he's a must play because I like Seamart, but if you're fading Seamart, which you know is not the worst thing with the Dodgers offense that can hit righties, he's in play at 3400 Keep an eye on Josh Rutledge with Pedroia to the DL. Rutledge got the start at second last night. He's second base, third base eligible. $2,800 versus Pelfrey. So he's always in play as a punt if you really need him. 
Danny Espinosa, 2,500 versus Garcia. Uh, I'd save money elsewhere if you could. He's just been so inconsistently bad. The upside's always there, but just no consistency at all. Going to third base, Longo, 5,100 versus Bidbins is great. Arenado, 49. Beltre, 44. I'd let Beltre heat up some more before I go that route, but I could look at Gallo at 4,400 bucks against Archer, and that in those conditions could be interesting. Rendon at 44 versus Kane. Mustakas, 41 versus Boyd. Don't worry about the lefty-lefty. Uh, Manny Machado, 4K versus Tanaka is an intriguing GPP play because Machado is slumping horribly. Like 0 for his last 13 or 14 or something. It's bad, bad, bad. You got the Todd Father, 3,700 versus Pomeranz. Went deep yesterday off sale. You remember, mentioned Davidson at 37. Got Kyle Seeger at home against Cincinnati at 37. Uh, definitely a play there. Keep an eye on uh, Forsyth is back at 32. Not the best play, but could be a nice little punt there. Mentioned Rutledge already at 28. Everyone's going to look at Devin Marrero now for Boston. He's been playing third, third base. He's 2700 bucks. He double donged yesterday. Prior to that, he had one home run all season, folks. So tread really lightly there. Not the biggest bat, as my buddy Boston Mo said on our recording last night of Around the Bases, episode 14. He's there for his glove, not his bat. Uh, you got Ryu Ruiz of the Braves against Jesse Chavez at 2,600. I like that punt play. Another one I like if you're fading Hungjin Ryu, Paul DeJong of St. Louis, that rookie they called up. I mentioned right handed stick. He's only 2,500 bucks. Power upside, extra base hit upside. Nice punt play. Punting third base usually sucks, but if you're going to punt third base, not a bad upside play. Going to shortstop, you got Elvis Andrews at 47, crushing the baseball. Bogart's 46, went yard last night. Gene Segura, 42. Corey Seager, 4. Trevor Story swinging a really good bat. He's 4K versus Paxton. Don't mind that at all. Anderson Simmons, 3600 bucks, swinging it really, really well. Tim Beckham, 35, is in play. Drupal Cabrera, 35. Uh, Jose Iglesias, 33, streaking. Not a bad punt. Tim Anderson versus the lefty Pomeranz at 3100 is a nice value play there. He went yard last night. Really nice value there for Tim Anderson. Uh, Brandon Crawford, 31, if you want to fade Scherzer for some reason. Um, you can get belt, you know, Crawford panic cheap. if you It's span if you want to get really weird there. Um, as you go down the shortstop, the punts aren't that good, to be honest. Really not that good. Let's head to the outfield and wrap it up. We'll kick it off with the usual suspects. Charlie Blackman, 5,500 versus Paxton. Bryce Harper, 5,500 versus Kane. Judge, 54, obviously all in play. I love C. Dick at 53 tonight. Souza Jr. at 5K is on fire. Went yard again last night. Remember, he hits righties better than lefties. So, definitely in play at 5K. Buki Betts went yard, 4,900. Conforto, 49 is a great play. Got J.D. Martinez at 48. All phenomenal plays. Captain Obvious kind of stuff. Brett Gardner, 4,600, double-donged yesterday. Definitely in play again. Mentioned Cameron Maidman's day-to-day. He's 4,500. Um, got Aaron Hicks at 44. Kiermaier, 43. He's heating up, folks. I played him at 4K last night. He went yard. He's really heating up. He slumped for a while there. He's getting hot. 4,300 bucks. A nice cheaper piece of the Tampa Bay tonight because they are priced up and priced up a lot. Jay Bruce, 43. Sensu Chu, 42, is a nice leadoff bat versus Archer. Mazaris, 43. He's not as consistent right now, but GPP, okay. J- JBJ, Jackie Bradley Jr., 41 versus Pelfrey is a good look there. Justin Upton, 4K, is definitely in play. I like that a lot. Benintendi, 4K. 
Enciarte 4K, Kobe Rasmus 4K, mentioned Desmond already, all in play. The Milkman, Melky Cabrera versus the lefty at 39. I mentioned Cody Bellinger. We got Matt Kemp went yard last night at 39. He's an intriguing play today for Atlanta. Tommy Pham versus the lefty at $3,800. If you're not playing Ryu, Pham's a very nice value at $3,800 compared to the other high-priced outfielders tonight. Definitely in play. Avasil Garcia versus the lefty Pomeranz at 37 is extreme value as well for the, the power upside. We know Pomeranz can shut down an entire offense, but if he's off, Avasil could have some fun with that. Uh, Jorge Bonifacio versus Matt Boyd at 3,600 is a great play. I've mentioned him a few times in the last few weeks if you've been paying attention. Bonifacio at 36, a great play. Um, ben Gamble, 3,500 versus Satella. He was slumping, went into Coors. Coors woke his bat up. We'll see if it carries over outside of Coors, but he's 3,500. Uh, take a look at the Grandy Man's 34 versus Garrett. He's been swinging a better bat of late. Nothing great, but better. Jason Worth and Michael A. Taylor, both 3,300 versus Kane are in play. Lorenzo Kane versus the lefty Boyd at 3,200 is a very intriguing play. Very intriguing play. Uh, Kane loves hitting lefties in his career. As you go down to the 3K and below range, it gets bleak as usual. Denard Span 2,900 if you want to punt versus Scherzer. Not recommended, but always an option. Brian Goodwin, if he's getting the start for Washington, he's a $2,700 punt play. Not the worst play you can make. Eric Young Jr., if he's in the starting lineup, he's 2,600 versus Jaime Garcia. He's an interesting play there. Started last night, played well. He's a switch hitter. So keep him in mind. So that'll do it for your bats on your nine-game slate. Again, we're looking at Scherzer at 13-3, DeGrom 12,000, Archer 11-3, Seamark 10-9, Paxton 82, Jaime 76, Ryu 67, and Guerra 59. When you're stacking on the ninth slate, you're looking at the Red Sox versus Pelfrey. Lefties hit 371, righties 343. Tampa Bay versus Bibbins, Dirks definitely in play there. Uh, Got to love that. As you keep going on, Royals versus Boyd, team total of 466. Lefties 266, righties 360. Bonifacio, Kane. Um, I, uh, I mentioned Merrifield is sneaky. I still like uh, Moustakis, but uh, some interesting plays, even in one off type gambles with the Royals. Rangers versus Archer is an interesting play. Yankees, Gaussman. Yankees, uh, lefties 296, righties 367 off Gaussman. Never forget that, please. Um, and you can just go down the list. Mariners are intriguing versus Sensatella. Mets and Cardinals are uh, always an, an option, even though I like their pitchers as punts. So really interesting, interesting plays tonight. Some really, really good ones, to say the least. But you got four game early, nine game late. Hit me up on Twitter with any questions you have, at BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. You got the preview of the Memorial by DFS Golf Gods for your PGA DFS needs. The Mitch released his Stacks of the Day article Posted over there already this morning. Um, Francesco, his UCL Champions League Finals preview is out and ready. Around the Bases episode 14 is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. will be dropped on the website later today by myself and Boston Mo. We talked the brawl in the Bay. We talked David Price return, prospects, Mike Trout, how, what fantasy help you can get there. Some pretenders and contenders with a lot of teams in baseball right now as May comes to an end. Some really good stuff on episode 14. 
Also recorded Bench with Bubba episode 39 with Keith Farnsworth of thelinescore.com and the Fantasy Focus Pod. Really good podcast there for fantasy baseball. Lots of fun with him. Talked a lot of Arizona Diamondbacks, just fantasy baseball in general. Some would-you-rather comps with some really good ball players. So check that out. Really good stuff coming out on the website and on our podcast areas, Spreaker, SoundCloud, iTunes. But more importantly, good luck on this Wednesday, four-game early, nine-game late slate. Hit me up with questions, but until then, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your May 31st edition. I'm out.